Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app at 100.3 HD2. And away we go. Week four of the NFL season is upon us. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-3776 if you'd like to take part. If you've got a lineup question, feel free to hit me up on Twitter as well. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. And as always, we are presented here on the Fantasy Football Show by Tullamore Dew Fine Irish Whiskey. Thanks to them as always. All right. Let's get things underway. We have ourselves an early London game. And we have some very, very big news in relate and how it relates to the injury front for your fantasy roster. Let's get it underway as the Saints and Vikings are getting set to kick things off at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in about 28 minutes from now, 830 Central. Jake, do you have uh, my highlights uh, key up? I'm having an issue here with the... Uh... Six first downs on this drive. Little push pass to Camara. He is in for the touchdown. All right, so that's the big news right off the bat. And Elvin Camara is out today. He's joining his teammates, Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas, who are also both out today. So the Saints are sending a very depleted offensive unit. Consider Adney Dalton's going to be your starter. Mark Ingram is likely to lead the team in touches out of the backfield. Jarvis Landry is in for the Saints. And I I would have to imagine the biggest takeaway for me, because I really don't want much part of any of those options. Maybe a super flex, you can go ahead and sneak Andy Dalton into one of your spots there. But the biggest takeaway for me, I think, if I'm getting a little bit tricky here, is Taysom Hill. If you want to use him in the tight end slot because he may be throwing more passes or touching the ball a little bit more today, I think that's the move off of Elvin Kamara being out. Other players, I don't really want a part of, but the reality is that um, Taysom Hill makes it an interesting option here if you don't have one of those tight end studs. On the other side of the ball... Cook bounces it outside. He's got the edge, and he's in. Touchdown, Vikings. Got a little bit of a scare with Delvin Cook's shoulder injury, the separated shoulder that he was dealing with last week. He did make the trip. He is expected to play. That means that if you landed Alex- Alexander Madison on waivers, I still don't really want to use him today because he's really only a play for me when he is the featured back. And with Delvin Cook active today, that does not look to be the case. So there are your big uh, injury news from that early 830 game. Saints and Vikings kicking off in about 25 or so minutes from now. Quick snap. McCaffrey going airborne for the Panthers touchdown. 
All right, so Christian McCaffrey, it was just a week ago when we got this from him. Great. You know, I think at this point, I went to take a leak during practice. I ended up on the report. But I feel great. You're ready to roll. So that was a week ago when he told us he was great. If he takes a leak, he, that's going to end up on the uh, injury report. Well, today he's listed as questionable due, questionable due to a thigh injury. Now, he's likely to play. But he did miss two practices this last week. Um, According to Adam Schefter, that is a sign he may not be at full strength. I don't know how, though, you really get away from using Christian McCaffrey. You drafted him. He was clearly your first-round pick. But it hasn't been been going the way you were hoping when you did make him probably your second or third overall pick in your league's draft. But again, I don't know how you get away from using him at this point. Chances are you don't have great running back options unless you really did crush it in your draft maybe you landed someone like uh khalil herbert and so i guess i could see a path to putting mccaffrey on your bench right now but again you know in that ppr format it's just so hard to to leave him out of your starting roster but i will admit that the panthers offense has been has been looking less than great with baker mayfield under center so christian mccaffrey limited in practice this week don't love it right now for him Good block by Slater. Time for Herbert and downfield he goes. It's caught. Keenan Allen wrestled out of bounds on the play. All right, so Keenan Allen, we got word on Friday. He's out. So that's another blow to the Chargers offense, which has a tasty matchup against the Texans on Sunday in Houston. Justin Herbert, I guess I will say the good news for him is that he's been completely removed from the injury report. Reports are that he is looking much more like himself. So if you took a week off from using him last week because you wanted to see how he did, I did in a league. I can understand where you want to get him back into the lineup this week against the Houston Texans. Go ahead. Unless you have a great option other than him, I would go ahead. And based on that report, though, I think I would get Justin Herbert back into my lineup this week, hoping that extra week makes him feel a little bit more like himself. And again, that Texans matchup looks mighty, mighty nice. It's golf. It's a throw, and it is a touchdown for Amon Ross St. Brown. Fourth and one. It's again to Swift, and he's got the edge for the touchdown. The Lions roll the dice and cash in. A couple of highlights there from our buddy Adam Amin, former ESP 1000 intern. Love where he's gone in his career. But uh, the Detroit Lions, there are a couple of key offensive pieces out for them. Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift both have been ruled out. Now, that means that Jamal Williams, I think, is a plug-and-play. Don't even think about it. And he's probably going to sneak into a lot of rosters that might not have considered using, you know, a different running back at this point. But Jamal Williams look like, looks like he's going to be in line for 20-plus touches today. And he's already established himself as their clear goal line back. So, Jamal Williams, I think, is a pretty nice play today for the Lions. But I will say, with Amon Ross St. Brown out, Obviously, you get him out of your lineup, but I think the real question is if you were somebody who were considering using Jared Goff, don't love where he's at. Also, DJ Chark has been ruled out of this game already, so looks like Jared Goff is going to be limited in regards to the weapons he's going to have at his disposal. So uh, for me at this point, it's basically just let's use Jamal Williams and stay away from all the other Lions at this point if you can. All right, so Alan Lazar's been listed as questionable, but word is that it looks like he's going to play today, which I think you're seeing he's clearly Aaron Rodgers' top 
target inside the red zone. Now, Romeo Dobbs made some noise this past week. I think it was seven catches for 82 yards. So, you know, it, it looks like that actually could be helpful for Lazard when you consider all the attention doesn't need to be focused on him. But Alan Lazard is somebody who I think is starting to establish himself as a viable wide receiver three option. And um, if we continue to see the Packers passing game get a little, little bit more on track, this might be a guy who actually makes himself a set it and forget it type guy in your lineup. So good to see Alan Lazard starting to work his way into the Packers offense again. Three tight ends. Extra offensive line. Wilson gives. Gordon touchdown Denver. I play the Melvin Gordon highlight. He's dealing with a neck injury. Now, I know a lot of people aren't necessarily using him, but I think what you've seen over the last few weeks is that it is clearly a 1-1A situation in Denver with the running backs. Both Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are, once again, I think giving their fantasy owners headaches because of that. But maybe Melvin Gordon will have to see if he's a inactive when the actives roll in around you know that's the uh, 325 kick so we generally see those around 132 o'clock so keep an eye on that if you're a Javante Williams owner because if Gordon is out Williams is clearly going to see an uptick and uptick in his usage so I would keep an eye and monitor that and at this point I think you still want to stay away from Melvin Gordon if you can probably don't love using him unless you're absolutely desperate at this point second and 20 Montgomery tries to get some of it back, and he will. A lot more. He's going to get the first down. What a run by Montgomery for 28 yards. And he'll go over 100 yards on this night. First down, Bears on a second and 20 run. Highlight courtesy of NBC. Mike Trico on the call there. No surprise at this point. David Montgomery was ruled out for the Bears on Friday. That means that Khalil Herbert will step in and be the featured back against the Giants today. And I think that's just great news because there's clarity there. We saw what Khalil Herbert's capable of with that 157-yard day last week against the Houston Texans. A couple of scores. So Khalil Herbert's going to be leaned on heavily. And I think he's, at this point, essentially a must-start for most teams who were able to either snag him off of waivers this week or who were at the forefront there and already had him on their roster. So Khalil Herbert, pretty clear. Go ahead and start him in most cases. You're going to have to be pretty loaded at running back, I think, to not use him today. Second and seven, Lawrence on the move, looking, throws, end zone, touchdown, Zay Jones. Now this one's a little bit of a question. Zay Jones is questionable with an ankle injury. That's a noon kick, so that's the good news. We should know around 10.30 whether or not Zay Jones will be active, and I think he's starting to make his mark a little bit on an offense that in the Jacksonville Jaguars, they could be one of the better teams that a lot of people didn't necessarily anticipate that they were going to be. So if they're, you know, better than just a functioning offense, and we're seeing that with both Christian Kirk and James Robinson, you've got the explosive Travis Etienne out of the backfield. That opens things up for Zay Jones potentially, and we're seeing it from him early in the season, but the ankle injury could be a problem. But in PPR formats, if you were considering using Zay Jones, I like what I've seen so far, so I think this could be good news for him, going uh, at least in terms of like adding him and using him as a possible wide receiver in PPR formats. And it is caught by Godwin for the touchdown. All right, so Chris Godwin. Now, this is interesting. He's listed as questionable. He may play tonight, and I think early indications are from Adam Schefter that the hope is actually that he may be able to go optimism. 
surrounding Godwin. So there is a shot, but I will also offer up my usual caveat on this show here, the Fantasy Football Show, that Chris Godwin is playing in the Sunday night game as Tampa Bay hosts the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's probably, in my opinion best to kind of wait it out, especially because we saw him kind of hurry back from the ACL injury to get out there in the first week. And then what we saw, he go ahead, he, he goes out there and then tweaks himself, you know, with a hamstring. So I would be reluctant to use Chris Godwin today unless you're absolutely desperate. Also looks like Julio Jones is going to be able to play today. We do know that Mike Evans is definitely returning from a suspension, but Julio and Chris Godwin, I think they offer good players who the Chiefs will have to be aware of, but I really, in fantasy, don't love using them. Although I do think it makes Tom Brady, if you can feel better about putting him back into your lineup this week if you were uh, if you maybe kept him out last week because of the weapons he had. That is clearly going to be a little bit different of a scenario this week. So that's the good news for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Should have some real receiving options back at Tom Brady's disposal this week. So those are the big ones. But again, uh, if you're gonna, if you're, if you're even in the position where you're thinking, oh, should I wait it out on Chris Godwin for Sunday night? I think just play it safe. Go with somebody else instead. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show again with you every Sunday morning from eight to nine a.m. Again. Also, if you're just joining us, if you missed it at the at the at the outset of the show, Vikings and Saints get underway at 8:30 this morning local time here. So make sure that you have your lineup set. I know most uh, leagues will lock up in about 10 minutes from now. Kamara out. Elvin Kamara is not playing today. So if you were unsure about it as you went to bed last night, get him out of your lineup ASAP because again, lineups will lock up in about 10 minutes from now. Back with your calls next. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m., I'm here for you, helping you set your fantasy football lineup and get you that dub you need this week. As always, presented by Tullamore Dew Fine Irish Whiskey and our friends over at Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. And last warning, five minutes away from lineup locks for most people out there. Saints and Vikings about to get underway in London, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And Elvin Kamara is out. That is the big news that just came down this morning. So make sure you get him out of your lineup ASAP if he's in there right now. Don't forget Michael Thomas, Jameis Winston also not playing. As I mentioned at the outset, Taysom Hill, an intriguing option as a tight end if you're kind of hurting at that position right now. Might see more touches than we usually expect from him. That is uh, my best way to do it there. All right, and I see Tom is an indie with a Saints-related question, so I will slip him in quickly. Tom, what do you got for me? Hey, what's up, Jeff? Uh, I need a wide receiver and a flex. It's a PPR league. I have a lot of good options. Um, I've got Olave, Ingram, A.J. Dillon, Jeff Wilson, 
Bateman and Cooks, and I need two of those guys for a wide receiver and a flex. So you need two of those. So let's, I, you know, I, at this point, Tom, boy, the Alave, it looks like Jarvis Landry is active. You know, it's it's tough to know what kind of chemistry Alave is going to have as a rookie with Andy Dalton. So that's my one concern here. But I'm leaning towards going Alave and Jeff Wilson. The only question would be if you want to play it a little safer, I might use Dylan over Alave. Although you said you need one wide receiver, right? So then I guess that locks in Alave for me. I'd go Alave and Jeff Wilson, Tom. Thanks, Jeff. No problem. All right. That will probably do it for most of the uh, Vikings and Saints calls I take, as I mentioned, because uh, that game is set to go. So there you go. Get ready. Let's try Ron in Schaumburg. Ron, you're on with Meller here on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, Ron, can you hear me? Throw Ron back on hold real quick here. Let's try Daryl, who's in Hoffman Estates. Hey, Daryl, what's going on? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, I'm in a uh, PPR league. I need two running backs. Uh, I got a choice between Cordell Patterson, Cahill Herbert, Antonio Gibson, Ezekiel Elliott, and Jamal Williams. So a lot of strong options there, Daryl. And you know what I would say is I definitely, it comes down for me, Patterson, Herbert, and Jamal Williams. You said you need two. And the full PPR, boy, I think, you know what, I think based on the reports, I would use Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert. And normally I think I would tell you Patterson, but the latest uh, report from Adam Schefter came down um, late last night, and he mentioned yeah. that here it is specifically. So Patterson listed as questionable due to that knee injury. He plans to play against the right. Browns, but when, uh, we'll not know for sure until he tests it pregame. And he said yeah. one one source said that, quote, it's close. So that's enough yeah. to stare me away from Patterson just a little bit because you have really good options. So Khalil oh, Herb- man, I, I, I really ahead. appreciate it. I no problem. I nailed it down with those two, but you really confirmed it for me, and I'm a, a Bear fan, obviously, and I I'd hate to sit Cahill uh, on the bench and have him have a great day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, you, listen, no problem, Daryl. Thanks for making the call. Like I said, um, I do love Patterson and the way he's been running the past year and a half. He has been looking excellent. I truly do think he was um, just misused early in his career as a wide receiver because it's clear he's a, he's a dynamic runner. And at the age of 31, he's aging like a fine wine, which is something you don't see with running backs in the NFL. Let's... Uh, Let's try Dave in Elkhorn. Hey, Dave, what's going on, my man? Good morning, Jeff. I got a PPR question here. I need uh, two of these five. Uh, Brees Hall, James Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Lazard, and Allen Robinson. All right, so it comes down to three for me, Dave. Uh, Brees Hall, James Robinson, and Allen Lazard. And I actually think I would shy away from Brees Hall, and here's the reason why. With Zach Wilson returning, we've seen so far, at least what we've seen from Zach Wilson, it hasn't been great in the NFL. And Brees Hall, even though he's all of a sudden become, at least with Joe Flacco under center, an option in the passing game, the problem is that a lot of it came in garbage time the last couple of weeks when they were trailing significantly late in you know the third, fourth quarter. So I want to see if Brees Hall's actually involved in the passing game or if it was more of just a, you know, based on the outcome of the games early on. So I'm not quite sold on Brees Hall just yet. So I'd go James Robinson and Alan Lazard. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good good one. You do the same. Let's try Mike, who's out in Oak Forest. Hey, Mike, you're on the Fantasy Football Show, presented by Telemordu. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for the Devontae Smith 
last week, man. I got uh, two of the four full-point PPR. Kyle Pitts, uh, Rashan, Rashande Stevenson, Curtis Samuel, or Greg Dorsch. All right, so a lot of Greg Dorch uh, conversation this past week. I'm not completely sold on Dorch just yet. I'm a little bit skeptical, and what's not helping him is it looks like Rondale Moore is going to return for the Cardinals, make his season debut this week, which I think will impact Greg Dorch more than any other player on that roster. So I'm definitely taking him out of the mix. So it comes down to Pitts, Samuel, and Ramondre Stevenson for me. And, I, uh, boy, I, I've been intrigued by the way that the Patriots have been using Ramondre Stevenson the last couple weeks. I think that's a good news situation for you, Mike. But with Brian Hoyer under center this week, I'm a little bit concerned. Although Mac Jones has been pretty bad lately, so I don't even know if it's going to be a huge drop-off. But in the PPR format, I I think Pitts and Samuel are are definitely at this point must-starts over Stevenson. So I'd use Pitts and Samuel. All right, that's what I got in my lineup. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, Jeff. Talk Thank to you next you. week. You got it, Mike. I appreciate you listening. Let's go on out to my man, Mike in Mount Prospect. Back-to-back Mikes and, of course, uh, one of the oldest and most loyal listeners on this show, Mike from Mount Prospect. What's up, Mikey? Hey, Jeff. Uh, well, I, earlier this week, I lost the Egyptian sun god, and now I wake up this morning, I lose Camara. So I might have told you, old Jake, that I needed one of these three, but I actually need two of these three now that Camara is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, full PPR. I got Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. Who, believe it or not, he's been on my bench, and he's been averaging 18.93 points per game. He's at Dallas, which is ranked 13th uh, uh, fewest points against uh, four WRs. I have Rashad Bateman averaging 14.01. Mm-hmm. And he is playing the Bills ranked 10th fewest points to WRs. And then I had picked up Isaiah McKenzie, the Bills, at Baltimore. He's only averaging 12.3, but Baltimore is dead last, the worst in the in NFL of giving up points to WRs. Sure. I need two and three. All right. So, you know what? Get Curtis Samuel off the bench immediately, Mike. He, the yep. way Washington has been using him. Definitely a must-use in PPR. He actually is leading the commanders in targets. So you got to think, use him until that well runs dry and gives us reason not to. And I understand the temptation, especially when you break out the the uh, you know defensive rankings against those positions. But I will say, I, I I try not to get too caught up in like position specific ranks. It's for me, it's more about the pass defense, right? Because I think any game you can see sometimes wide receivers that just happen to match up better for whatever reason. Like sometimes there's just a guy who's physically stronger or better than a team's, you know, slot corner. And so they, you know, the team wants to go ahead and exploit that matchup. So I don't generally look at the, you know, position specific ranks. I just try and look at the overall, you know, the players overall usage in the offense. So for Bateman versus McKenzie, I would use Bateman. I like the way the uh, bills offense is humming right now. Now, not that I don't like what the Bills are doing, but the problem for McKenzie, in my opinion, is that um, you know he's clearly behind Diggs and Davis in the pecking order, and so you know Davis is listed as questionable. So maybe Mike, if if Davis is out, maybe I would consider McKenzie, but I, I think I'm still leaning towards Bateman. All right, that's what I've got to Jeff. Thanks very much, buddy. No problem. Thank you for the call, Mike. Again, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Jump on in. As the Saints and Vikings are right now standing for the national anthem out in London, that game gets underway about a minute from now. 
So chances are your lineup's locked. But if you missed it, Elvin Kamara is out for the Saints. So hopefully you were able to take him out of your lineup. If you lock right at 830, you have one minute left. So go ahead and do it. ASAP. I'm Jeff Meller again, 312 332 3776. If you'd like to jump on in, and that's how Brian and Jefferson Park did. Hey, Brian, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. What's up, man? What up, my dude, Jeff? How you doing this morning, man? I am doing excellent. How about you? It couldn't be better. Got my coffee. I'm out here working, trying to make this money in the fantasy and my bets. So I got a question for you. I got a full point PPR. I need a flex position filled. I got Jerry Judy against the Raiders. I got Kareem Hunt against the Falcons, and I got Pat Fryermuth against the Jets. It's just a flex position, and I need to fill it out of those three. Yeah, all right. So I, I can't get away from Kareem Hunt and his usage, and the truth is Pat Fryermuth with the uh, you know the Steelers, you know, with Trubisky right now as your quarterback, I, you know, I just don't feel comfortable using him. The reality is, you know, he certainly could fall into a touchdown, but I, I just don't want any part of Pat, Pat Fryermuth while Trubisky's the quarterback at least at a flex spot, you know what I'm saying, Bryce? So for me, it's pretty easily Kareem Hunt. I just I just think that, you know, in that offense, even though Chubb's running excellent and, and very well, I mean, Kareem Hunt, half the time, he works into uh, getting plenty of touches inside the 20, you know, and it's sometimes it's just a product of Nick Chubb is such a beast. He'll, he'll run three, four, five straight carries and then come out for a blow near the goal line and Kareem Hunt is the direct beneficiary. So I think, so, so I, you know, Kareem Hunt's one of those weird instances where he might be, you know, a a week to week starter for every fantasy team out there, even though he's clearly the second running back on the Browns. So I would use Kareem Hunt. Definitely. I, I, and the reason why I have him by my flex is because I just started Ingram. I had Ingram on my bench. Yeah. Get me to trade him last night, and I made a slide move and looked into it. I'm like, no, 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 not with Kamara being questionable. So I held on to him. Somebody was trying to scoop him up from mm-hmm. me. Um, so I have him in my running back slot. So that's why Hunt is a was my flex option for this week. So Beautiful. I love makes, it. Yeah, that makes sense, man. Full PPR too. He likes yes. catching the ball in the backfield. I'll take those receptions. Mm-hmm. So. I, you, I was kind of leaning where you were at. It was just Jerry Judy is such a question mark out there with Russell as well. Yeah. And I, I, I just can't trust him. He had a big week in week one, but after that, he just fell off of a cliff. So. Yeah. And no, no. And thanks for the call, Brian. I do appreciate it. And you, you just hit on it. The truth is that Jerry Judy's inconsistent. This Broncos offense right now, you know, under Nathaniel Hackett is clearly showing us that there's going to be some growing pains while he's the head coach and he tries to navigate dealing with everything as a play caller and what an NFL head coach has to deal deal with um, only having three opportunities and showing us plenty of issues throughout those three games. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not rushing to get Jerry Judy into my lineup, even though we know he's a talented player. All right, 312-332-3776. Jump on in the Fantasy Football Show, answering your fantasy football questions for another half hour before we wrap up. And don't forget, I will also be back from 10 to noon with your Bears pregame coverage as the Bears take on the Giants in East Rutherford today. Deion Miller and I will get you covered. Everything you need to know about Bears and Giants two hours prior to kickoff as we do every day 
when the Bears play. I'm Jeff Meller. Again, this is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Telemardu Fine Irish Whiskey. The Fantasy Football Show with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. The Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller here for you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Taking your lineup questions at 312-332-3776. As always, presented by Tullamore Dew Fine Irish Whiskey and the folks over at Twin Peaks. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. I will do my best to answer your questions before the noon kicks as well. And if you're looking for an update from... Over the pond here right now, the football game has Man City up 2-0 in the Manchester Derby. So early on, 35th minutes, we have both Phil Foden and Erling Haaland netting for Man City. No, no, no. I know. I know. You want the Vikings-Saints update. And there is no score right now as that game has just got underway Fairly early, about three minutes in. Let's continue out to the phone lines and say hello to Tom, who is in Romeoville. Tom, what's going on, my man? How are you? Hello, Jeff. Hello. Had a, a wide receiver question. Full PPR, um, Devontae Smith, Elijah Moore, since Zach Wilson is back, maybe they can go mm-hmm. get a connection again. Or sure. that was been pissing me off, DJ Moore. And if I may, should I just remove... Uh, McCaffrey out already because I have no other running backs at three o'clock. I could slide Gibson in there and use somebody else as a flex. I don't know. So wait, wait. So you're saying take McCaffrey completely out of the lineup? Yeah, yeah. Because I have no other running backs at three o'clock. That's a three yeah. o'clock start. Everybody else I got is at noon. But could you flex McCaffrey? I can't. No. I, I'm. I'm just. Yeah, but I rather. I can flex. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you know, so that's one thing too. Where you know, when you have a guy who you're a little bit uncertain about his status, you know, always, 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 you know, it's it's a it's a little thing, and it doesn't come into play often, Tom. But what you always want to do is check if you have a flex spot. Whatever, whoever is playing in the latest time slot in that game as your option, like as your starting lineup, put them in the flex spot because it always gives you the option of guys on your bench if they're a potential running back or wide receiver who you could slot in in case you find out, you know, late in the in the day that they're inactive. So it's like a it's a really small, minute de- detail that doesn't come into play all that often. It might only happen once a year for you, but the reality is you always want to get. You know, whether it's a running back, wide receiver, or maybe a tight end, depending on your flex situation, put the guy whose game starts the latest, get him in your flex, and get the other guys in because you can usually, you'll have, it'll give you a little bit more maneuvering room off of your bench if you need it. So in this case, um, yeah, I think I would use Antonio Gibson in that running back slot, get McCaffrey in the flex, and then I want Devontae Smith over um, Elijah Moore just because what we saw last week, I think you, you're seeing that it's not. A.J. Brown's great. He's the one. But, again, that's kind of a 1-1-A situation. Devontae Smith is talented enough where I think you want him in your lineup most weeks. And then the, the other Moors, the Moore boys, Elijah and DJ, they're just not in functioning offenses right now. So mm-hmm. use Devontae Smith over both those guys. 
Thank you, sir. No problem. Thank you for the call, Tom. I always like it when I can break down a little bit of strategy as well. Give folks out there, you know, just, uh, you know, little tips that I've learned over the years. One note I have not mentioned to this point, and I promised my co-host for the Bears pregame show, Dion Miller, yesterday that I would. This one's for you, Dion. Cairo Santos, he is. he did not travel with the Bears today. We will be talking a lot about this during the pregame show. But Cairo Santos did not travel with the Bears. They did sign Michael Badgley and elevated him to the active roster. So he will be doing the kicking for the Bears today. So that is something to, you know, that's probably, a, of, of course, it's a big impact for the Bears because Cairo Santos has been so reliable for them. And in fact, probably the most reliable option for them. But you're going to go ahead and need to grab a kicker off the waiver wire today. And so that is worth noting. If Cairo Santos is your guy, um, you may want to go ahead and make sure that you have someone else in his stead. And no, don't worry about, just make it a one-for-one swap. Go ahead and drop Cairo Santos. He's not a kicker who is worth carrying on your roster. Don't, don't, don't carry two kickers on your roster unless you're, unless it's a bye week and you essentially have Justin Tucker or maybe Evan McPherson, those are really the only two guys who you should continue to carry two kickers on your roster for because it's not worth it. If you're looking for a specific kicker off the waiver wire who you want to grab, I'm kind of scanning it on my app as we speak to see who would be readily available in most leagues. You know, Graham Gano is somebody who's got a pretty solid leg for the Giants, you know, in that same game that's uh that Michael Badgley will be kicking in. Uh, you know what? I'm going to sort through this. Maybe Cade York as well for the Browns. He's got a big leg uh, and somebody who in that offense has been get, getting plenty of shots. So there's another kicker option for you. Maybe I'll give you one or two more before we get out of here. Let's try Bill, who's in Aurora. Hey, Bill, you're on the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Hey, how you doing? Well. All right, so I got Jamal Williams. I've got Khalil Herbert. And then uh, James Robinson. I need two. Okay, you Standard need league. Two in a standard league. So that does make a difference. Boy, this is definitely an interesting problem because they're all pretty good options there. And you know what? I think I would go ahead and use Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert. Now, I like a lot of what I've seen from James Robinson so far, but this is more of looking at the matchup, right? I can see a scenario where Philly makes it tough on James Robinson, and even if they get out to a little bit of a lead, that takes away some of the positive game script for James Robinson. I think Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert, based on you know the injuries both their teams have suffered so far, are going to be heavily used no matter what the situation is. In fact, I would bet both those guys go for 20 touches today, if not more. So I think you play the volume here in both Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert, Bill. Yeah, that's where I was leaning because of uh, Philadelphia's defense against Robinson. So, thanks. No problem. Thank you for the call. Always appreciate it. Let's try Jordan, who's in Wakanda. Jordan, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I got a little uh, a little bit of time to make this uh, decision, but uh, Russell Gage uh, tonight, uh, it's a PPR league. Russell Gage, knowing he's questionable and, and Godwin and Jones might be coming back, or do I hold off and wait for Brandon Ayuk tomorrow night in a tough matchup? So it's it's Gage or Ayuk, basically, is what you're asking? Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, even if Gage plays, I still prefer Brandon Ayuk in this situation um, with likely... We know Evans is back, and with likely both Julio and Godwin playing, 
I just don't trust that Russell Gage, you know, the target situation is going to be a plenty for him. So I would use Brandon Ayuk over Russell Gage no matter what, I think, Jordan. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for the call. All right, one more segment to go. 312-332-3776. Last chance to get your question answered here on the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller, presented by Tullamardew Fine Irish Whiskey. The Fantasy Football Show is back with the guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Perfect to have a little blur going as the Vikings are on top of the Saints in London, 7 to nothing. We have ourselves an early touchdown. Kirk Cousins passing touchdown to Alexander Madison, which probably doesn't help many people out there, unless you're, of course, starting Kirk Cousins. But uh, the, Mad- the Vikings, is there anything? There's no team in the league, I guarantee you, who, as they're scoring the touchdown, creates as much confusion as the Minnesota Vikings when they're scoring the touchdown because the player can be Delvin Cook, Alexander Madison, uh, K.J. Osborne, because all three have dreads that cover their nameplates, and so you see the player going into the end zone. Now, Osborne, sometimes it's usually a little bit more identifiable if it's him because he doesn't have, I think he's got 17, so he's not a single-digit number. But with Cook and Madison both wearing two and four and the dreads covering up their nameplates, you have to wait that extra two to three seconds to actually confirm who is scoring a touchdown for the Vikings every time I have confirmation. It was indeed Alexander Madison who scored the first touchdown from Kirk Cousins as the Vikings are on top 7 nothing in London right now. Again, I'm with you every Sunday morning. The Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew, Fine Irish Whiskey, and our friends over at Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. I'm Jeff Meller again. 312-332-3776. Or you can also always hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. Don't forget, Xander and Hanley are coming up next from 9 to 10. And then I'll be back with your pregame coverage of Bears and Giants with Dion Miller as we get you set for the game right before kickoff. Let's try John, who's in Bartlett. Johnny, what's going on, my man? Good morning. Uh, I had a question. I just want to see who, or get your opinion on who I should start. So I got Cordell Patterson or Khalil Herbert. And it sounds like an obvious choice. Obviously, Khalil Herbert's been destroying the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is like a trap, a trap game. They're going to obviously stack the box, concentrate on stopping him. So wondering if Patterson is the option. It's a, it's a PPR league. Boy, it, no, it's it's a fair, fair question. But you know what leads me a little bit concerned, John, is that Patterson is expected to play today. And usually what we get is like a clear-cut definitive from Schefter and Ian Rappaport. Hey, like they, they tweet out, you know, early Sunday morning or late, late Saturday night. Hey, these guys are in or out, right? 
We got a little bit more cryptic from Schefter this morning than we usually get. And I'll just read it for everybody who's listening because it may affect you, how you're feeling about Cordell Patterson. He's listed as questionable for Sunday due to a knee injury, plans to play versus the Browns, but will not know for sure until he tests his injury pregame. As one source said, quote, it's close. That's enough, I think, for me knowing that he's dealing with a painful knee injury to go ahead and go with the guy who I think is a safer play right now as the games start in Khalil Herbert. I know he's going to be heavily involved as long, as long as he's out there, he's going to be the focal point of the bears offense. So even though it's BPR that benefits Patterson, I'm a little bit concerned with the knee injury and what you're dealing with. I think, you know, I would go ahead and use Khalil Herbert over Cordell Patterson. Now this one same dilemma, different uh, option, though, to turn to. Let's go to CJ, who's in Shanahan. Siege, what's going on, man? Good morning, Jeff. Um, yeah, same principle a little bit, but half PPR at running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Robinson or Patterson? I know Patterson is fighting that knee, so I'm not sure which, uh, what's your best bet. Yeah, it, it, this, it's tough. This is where, you know, I don't have any information. I'm basically, everybody out there, we're all going off the same reports. And it's like when you're dealing with two pretty strong options, which I think both Robinson and Patterson are, I think at this stage, CJ, I would use Robinson over Patterson. Now, normally, if they were both healthy, I'd probably go with Patterson in this scenario, but I'm a little bit more risk adverse, and I'd go with the guy who I know is almost a lock for 15 to 18 touches in in James Robinson. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. 312-332-3776. Wrapping things up here on the Fantasy Football Show. Let's try Ron one more time in Schaumburg. Ron, are you there? Hi, Jeff. Mo- good What's morning. going on? How are you, How you doing, doing man? Week? I'm doing good. Uh, listen, it's a standard league. I have five. I need two. Okay. I've got Garrett Wilson, Jeff Wilson, Alan Lizard, Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs, yep. Dobbs. Jay Jones. And I also am starting Christian uh, Kirk as my wide receiver. Yes. It gives me two um, two uh, on Jacksonville and also two with Green Bay, and I don't know if that's such a good idea. Yeah, listen, I don't I don't love overloading, you know, my offenses, but you know, with two, it's sometimes I, you just can't get away from it. You got to kind of have to play the guys who you think give you the best options of scoring, and and sometimes just not worry about it because it's not like we can predict who's going to go off, even though we pretend and think we can the truth is that we don't know so in this scenario ron of your options there i definitely i'm did you say it was a ppr or standard no it's a standard standard okay so standard scoring here i'm going to definitely use jeff wilson then of those options for one of the the spots for you for you there and then uh garrett wilson alan lazard zay jones romeo dobbs of those guys i think i would I'd use Alan Lazard. I want to say Garrett Wilson, but with Zach Wilson coming back, he was just, you know, he, he struggled so much last year, Ron, that I don't, I don't really trust Garrett Wilson just yet. I want to see one game at least before I go ahead and, and use him. So I would go ahead and use Alan Lazard, who I think is Aaron Rodgers' number one red zone threat. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Now, if, if it was a PPR, I may have considered saying uh, Romeo Dobbs. In that scenario, but because he asked, uh, should he, you know, because it's not a, it's a standard, I think you go Lazard in that scenario. We're coming up in the two-minute warning. This is the two-minute warning. And that'll take us to the two-minute warning. 
right, Fast and Furious here as we wrap things up here on the Fantasy Football Show. As always, thanks for listening. For all the callers who I could not get to on the air, I always encourage you, wake up just a few minutes earlier, give me a call at 312-332-3776 every Sunday morning. I try and get you in, but uh, when we get to the last two minutes here, I want to answer as many questions as I can before we wrap up. Mo in Frankfurt, my man Mo, met him out uh, at the ESPN Chicago Open the other day. He wants to know Jerry Judy or Khalil Herbert for the flex, and Mo, I think you got to use Khalil Herbert in that scenario. Jeff in Lake Zurich wanted to know if he should use Jerry Judy or Rashad Bateman in a full point PPR. You know, Jeff, it wasn't great last week, but I still prefer the Ravens offense to what the Broncos offense is giving us. So I would say go ahead and use Rashad Bateman over Jerry Judy. Joe on the north side has a quarterback dilemma, and this is it's unbelievable. We're actually at this point, but I can understand why he's asking it. He wants to know Russell Wilson or Cooper Rush. I understand it, Joe, but I cannot in good conscience recommend using Cooper Rush over Russell Wilson. Um, I understand it, but just, you know, the, the, the Jake, Jake, who's a Cowboys fan behind the glass, is shaking his head, chuckling to himself. Floors, it, it's too, it's too low. The floor for Cooper Rush? Yeah. Okay. Like, we have to, we have to clarify that these days because it's been so rough for the Broncos offense. But yeah, I think at some point, Joe, I, I think Russell Wilson is going to figure this out and it'll be a little bit more of a functioning offense going forward. But uh, I would say you got to use Russell Wilson over Cooper Rush right now. Um, Dak Prescott update. They're hoping he might actually, he had stitches removed in his finger. He might actually start. Next week, they're going to see how practice goes. All right, folks, that does it for me here on the Fantasy Football Show. Again, every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m., there's another dreadlocked Viking catching a pass. That's Delvin Cook, but it's not a touchdown this time. I'm Jeff Meller. Thanks for listening. As always, the Fantasy Football Show presented by Telemardu Fine Irish Whiskey and Twin Peaks. Thanks for listening. I'm back in an hour. Xander and Hanley up next here on ESPN 1000.